Thanks for checking out the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name is Rick Samprin. The Tiger Cats lost a heartbreaker in Montreal, and Cats fans made their voice heard loud and clear. The Fifth Quarter Podcast starts now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. It is powered by Eastgate Ford. Rick Samprin with you. Oh, the lines are lit up like a Christmas tree, and I wonder why. Well, it is because of a gut-wrenching, kick-in-the-behind kind of loss that the Ticats have suffered tonight at the hands of of a team that they could be virtually four points ahead with the schedule the way it's playing out. Unfortunately, it is Hamilton. That's 3-7 and seven after 10 games this season. The Alouettes 4-6 and six after a 29-28 win by Montreal at Percival Molson Stadium in a game that the Ticats coulda, woulda, shoulda. Many talking points tonight including the play of quarterback Matthew Schiltz, the play of the defense, there's some good and there's some bad, and penalties, penalties, penalties. Oh, my Lord. All right, my player of the game, I'm going to get to this quick because the lines are jammed and we want to hear from you. But my player of the game is Matt Schiltz, 27 of 39, 303 yards, two TDs. He only carried the ball once for two yards, but... He made some big plays, extended some drives, explosive plays with Tim White, who I know, and deservedly so, is going to get a lot of votes tonight as well. But Matthew Schultz has given this team another option at quarterback, and I know the guys on Ticats postgame were discussing who to start in the next game. That's, to me, a flip of the coin. Nothing that Matthew Schultz has done says to me that Dane can do a better job Listen, right now you're paying Dane Evans a lot more money than Matthew Schiltz. And if he's healthy, he's probably the guy. But the way Schiltz is playing right now, man, he's pretty hot. He is pretty hot. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com. All over Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. And good news for those tuning in on CHML's Facebook page today. We have the audio working. Last time around, broadcasting from the stadium, completely forgot that there was no audio being pumped into you. So if you're watching on Facebook tonight, you indeedy do have some audio. So thanks for uh, tuning in on CHML's Facebook page. Uh, Don't forget, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, enough of me now over to you. Dave has called into the fifth quarter. Dave, good evening. Thanks for calling in. How are you? Hey, Rick. How are you doing tonight? You know, I could be better. I think we all could. I mean, I guess my biggest comment, and and uh, I've been a fan of Coach O's for a long time. In the first quarter, you know, you you march down the field. You don't take three points. I, I don't get it. It wasn't third and one. Like, that. that that's a Bush League call. And I think Scott Mitchell has to have a long conversation with Steinhauer on Monday morning <clears throat> about that. That 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 was a game. That that was a game. I mean, you you can't do that. You're on the road. 
your team is, you know, three and six, you have an opportunity to take some points and you don't do it, you know, and then it's third and one and, and you kick a field goal. Like, I, I don't get it. You can tell by the irritation in my voice. Like, I just, I don't, I don't get it. And I, I, last time I called in, you and I talked about this. How many defensive linemen did we have dressed tonight? Eight or nine? And we don't have a backup guy who can snap the football or a backup. We, we dressed three Canadian receivers tonight. Three. And we, I mean, I just don't get it. I don't understand the, the roster selection. I don't understand the play calling. Um, but sooner or later, like all these close games, they're, they're coming down to the head coach. The team is just not ready to play in the fourth quarter. They're not. They're absolutely not. And going like that first, not kicking a field goal there in the first quarter to get some points, you know, Rick, you have to agree with me. That, that, that's a bad call, a really bad call. Dave, I tweeted at the time, they're on the road. Their red zone exactly. offense has been brutal. It's the st- I, I, I understand they wanted to be aggressive. All right, fine, but... You're on the road, you're against an opponent who doesn't put a lot of points on the board, put them behind the eight ball, uh, eight ball score the three, and uh, let's see what they can go do on offense. You know, uh, I, I thought, and, one, and it was third and, and one, six Rick, as well. Go for it. I, I agree, third and one, go for it. And then when it is third and one, they don't go for it. Like, I, I just, I, I don't get it. I mean, um, I don't get the roster selection. I don't get the ratio, ratio selection at all this year I, I and i've been a fan of coach o's all along but i just like eight or nine defensive linemen eight or nine defensive linemen like what are you doing like what are you doing like you know i mean there's one backup defensive halfback one backup canadian receiver i mean like anyway tough loss but uh i, I just don't agree with 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 some of the coaches and and um like i i just think there's got to be some sort of talking to Orlando like you you got to smarten up or maybe this job being the president and being everything isn't for you you got to go back to being just a head coach Dave who is your player of the game you know I I thought Tim White had a good game to be honest with you I think Cam Kelly had a great game too on defense he was all over the field he laid out he laid out uh, full pot there with a great hit big interception I think one of those two guys Um, I think Matthew Schultz was consistent um, but we also have to remember, like we lost to a team today that had 175 yards of penalties, Rick. 176 to be in fact. Can you imagine that, Rick? The opposition has 176 yards in penalties and you lose a football game. That's almost two football fields. They gave up in penalties and we lost. I mean, that just shows really, I mean, how... how inefficient we are as a football team. Do you not agree? I totally agree. Dave, we're going to let you go and get some other callers in, but thanks for uh, calling in. Have a great night, Rick. You too. That is Dave, and that uh, leaves some room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. The phone line is jammed. We're going to get to each and every one of you. Corey, Norm, Mark, and Brian, who is now on the fifth quarter. Brian, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm okay. (laughs) It's hard to... (laughs) It's hard to be okay after a loss like that. Yeah, that that was tough to swallow. I would say the I would have went for three on the first drive on the first drive down there, but they did hold them and they did get seven, so we're up by four there. So yeah, that's very true. It I mean, really but... didn't backfire. It's I agree with the last caller that other three at third and one. Why didn't we? Go, unless it was a long one. Uh, I mean, we weren't there, so we don't see it. But I would have maybe went for that one. 
my uh I don't understand why they didn't try Newman uh with his package that we ran against the Argos. At least try it and see if it works or not. Are you like, talking about the third and one or just in general? Yeah, like just try it and see if it doesn't work, then you can always like, okay, it's not gonna work today, but it certainly worked last week. That guy was one of the reasons we, we won that game. Yeah, he was and, outstanding. And my other comment is uh, I like Dunbar. Yeah, I think he's a, our best receiver. I just wonder why they, they can't move him inside and start Smith as uh, on the outside. And that would be an extra Canadian in the lineup. And I, wouldn't we be able to put an import somewhere else? Well, Smith is on the outside on the other side of the field. You have Durant, Ungerer, and White on the inside. I put okay. Ungerer on the other on the on the short side, or even Durant because he's a tall guy. Put Dunbar yeah. inside, and you can use him a lot more. I I think you're on Especially something. Especially in the red zone, yeah. I don't understand. Like I think he's our best. Okay, White had a great game today, but overall, I think Dunbar is probably our best receiver, and he's tall. So short or long, that guy can dominate most uh most defensive backs in the cfl so i don't understand why they don't unless i'm missing something why don't they don't try that guy since we lost our number one slot back why don't we move him in there and see what he can do inside yeah they they have to do something different they got to they need they need more output from this lineup and and also like as as well as schlitz schultz or I'm thinking beer. As, as well as <laughs> Schultz played tonight, he did miss some some throws. He missed one uh, in the end zone. That was would have been an easy touchdown. I mean, I, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a good backup, but that's what he is. He's a backup quarterback. And I think Dane Evans is our guy, and let's go to war with him and see see what happens. All right, fair enough. Brian, who is your player of the game? I think it has to be White, for sure. What a game he had. All right. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. You too. That is Brian exiting the fifth quarter. Room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. Let's go to Twitter. And Val says again, crap. Uh, Eric, who's an Alouettes fan, he was chirping me during the broadcast. Uh, boom, have a nice evening. Hope Hamilton fans won't get into a fight with Owls fans at the Percival Molson. I'm not sure why they would. Isn't that what Argos fans do? Uh, Steve on Twitter. And we can't seem to figure out Lewis is their only threats. Leave him wide open. Still on Twitter, at Rick Samprin or at AM900CHML. Jim writes, well, Rick... There isn't really one thing I can single out for the loss. Two points from a miss kicked here, a few yards there, and too many busts in the secondary for TDs. We just weren't good enough. Timmy for player of the game. That would be another vote for Tim White, who had an outstanding ball game tonight. 11 receptions, 145 yards, two TDs for Tim White. Let's check out the email, rick at 900chml.com. Steve writes, greetings and oski wee wee salutations to Thai Cats fans everywhere. It was a nail-biter and a heartbreaker for Cats fans. I wonder if Coach O is second-guessing his decision to go for it on third and six. Would it have changed the outcome? 
There is the $64,000 question. More flags flying out of officials' pockets than there are flags flying in front of the United Nations building. I'm starting to feel like there are three teams on the field these days. Player of the game, Matthew Schiltz. And that email from Steve. Yeah, speaking of penalties, Montreal was flagged 14 times for 176 yards. Hamilton 11 times for 125. 25 penalties in this game for 301 yards. Nearly three, nearly three football fields of penalties tonight. We have Corey, Norm, Mark, Andrew is called in as well. Guys, stick around. You're coming up next here on the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. It's where Ticats fans come together. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Montreal trails the Tiger Cats by six, and they start from the Tiger Cats 45. Trevor Harris with time, looking end zone, open receiver, Reggie White Jr. He's in the end zone for a touchdown. It took the Alouettes one play to get those 45 yards. And now that single point on the punt from earlier turns out to be massive because the Alouettes can take the lead with the convert. R.J. Braun had the call on the Ticats Audio Network and 900 CHML as Harris and White Jr. combine on a 45-yard TD strike with 2.18 to play in the game. Made it 26-25 for the Owls. Ticats came back with a Seth Small field goal with 37 seconds to go. A 51-yard boot, but David Cote with a walk-off 48-yarder to give the Alouettes a 29-28 win over Hamilton today at Percival Molson Stadium. Montreal in sole possession of second place at 4-6. and six, Tied in points with Toronto, who's 4-4. Four and four. And the Tiger Cats lagging now, 3-7. and seven. They will play one more time this season, and it's going to be a pivotal game that could decide who finishes in second place. That goes on September the 23rd in Montreal. Ticats will play the Argos next Friday, they host the Boatmen on Labor Day. They host Winnipeg the week after that, or actually after the bye week after Labor Day, and then they're in Montreal. So that is a pivotal stretch for the black and gold tonight. Welcome back to the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You're watching on CHML's Facebook page. You can chime in on the phone by calling 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your mobile device. Send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. And uh, you can also go on to Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Zamprin. Jeff on Twitter says, no surprise that Tim White is the player of the game. I didn't like the D in the fourth quarter, and especially on the last play, blitzing and leaving 87 alone on the in. Back-to-back wins against T.O. looking like needed. And R.H. says, we've all mentioned it a few times this season that coaching has been questionable. Milt Stiegel brought it up on the pregame show. First quarter, third and six and, uh, on the seven, and we don't take the field goal. Cats lose by one. What more is there to say? Back to the phones we go. Mark has called in to the fifth quarter. Hello, Mark. How are you? Good, Rick. How are you? I'm okay. So I got a little bit of good and bad and ugly. Okay, late on us. Okay, so the good was I like the way the Cats moved the ball. The offensive play calling was pretty decent uh, with their little hitch passes and whatever. And the defensive front four were pretty good. Even though they only got two sacks, they they were still pressuring Harris pretty much the whole game. The bad, uh, Lawrence Woods on the defensive side of special teams, 
uh, I believe he got hurt on one of those plays. I could I could have it mistaken. Maybe it was uh, offensive. But why are you putting your the all-purpose leader in CFL in yards on defensive special teams? Uh, I just I don't have that. Uh, and the ugly, uh, the refereeing. How can you have 300 yards of penalties in one game? It's just. I, I have no idea. The refs took over this game, even even though most of the calls were warranted. It, it's it's unbelievable how many penalties week after week, not just against the Cats, but in the whole CFL. It's just it seems like every play flag, flag, flag. I'm frankly, I'm tired of it. Yeah, you really lose the momentum, whether you're on offense, defense, whether you're watching the game. It's like, ah, another stop down, another penalty. It's like, really? Could they have not just let this one go? You know, 25 penalties in a game is way too much. Exactly. And, uh, you know, even though you could you could probably call a flag on every play, but there's some plays, like even the pass interference that the Cats benefited from late in the game there, that was, that was a ticky-tack call as well. Like, how... I don't know, man. I just don't know. There's been so many examples this season, not just against the Cats, I'm not because I'm not being a homer, but it's it's unbelievable sometimes. What the, I'm watching the Argo game, and the guy just threw a flag for seemingly no reason. It, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's almost like it's a reflex. Uh, Mark, right. who's your player of the game? I, I'll, I don't know. It's between uh, Schiltz and uh, number 12 there. But Tim White, yep. still, that's the only player that he was throwing the ball to you pretty much. Uh, I guess it is what it is. All right, Mark, thank you for the call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, you too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com. Head over to Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. The Mark P at am900chml says 176 yards in penalties, and we needed a late field goal for a chance to win. Didn't make the plays earlier in the fourth to put the game away so frustrating tim great white for player of the game and fm fan says that decision in the first quarter to go for it instead of field goal just cost us the game player of the game tim white a couple more votes for tim white who's running away with player of the game tonight back to the phones we go norm has called in in the fifth quarter norm how are you not too bad how are you i'm okay i'm holding up all right yeah um that's good so am i um it just blows me away. I agree 100% with the first caller. Uh, like what he said about uh, the call in the first quarter. Yes, sir. And then every time, you know what, you get a third and one or third and two, um, bring Newman in like they did last week. The guy's built like a linebacker. Let him fall through the line and get the first down. And the other thing is, it's just a pet peeve of mine with the CFL. Like, I was watching the game and listening to it on 900CHML, of course, and the, the commentator said all they have to do is get in range, boot the ball through the end zone, and get a point to tie the game. That is so cheesy. Like, you miss a field goal, you get a point. I don't know why the CFL does that. Like, they get rewarded for missing a field goal. And fourth point is Dunbar, he's a fantastic athlete. He can outrun me any day of the week. But, I mean... You look at the equations, like how many times was that ball thrown at him and how many catches did he make? Yeah, so he, he was targeted eight times tonight and made four catches. 
yeah, so 50% of the time. I remember years ago, Terry Evichen, Hamilton Tiger Cat, Oski Wee Wee, uh, the motto was, if the ball hits my hands, I'm paid to catch it. Yeah, and he, and he caught most of them. Yeah. It's just, uh, I think our problem is, with all these close games all year, it's not it's not the talent on the field. It all goes down to when you pick the fly, you know what, out of the pepper. It's a it's a coaching decision at a pivotal moment of the game. Like this this Calgary Toronto game that come on, Bo Levi Mitchell they get the ball, he marches them down the field, two or three plays. Okay, boom, take the three points and let's reset. Points are points. None of this going for it anymore. Like, and if you're gonna, if it's third and one, bring Newman in and give the man the ball. He's good at what he does. But if you're in field goal range, take the points. That's yeah. all I have to say about it. Like, all I, right. the coaching decisions are brutal. Appreciate the call, Norm. Who is your player of the game tonight? Um, I would have to say uh, White. All right, another vote for Tim White. Norm, appreciate the call. Enjoy your weekend. You too. Thank you. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Email from Stephen out in Penticton, B.C., a regular contributor to the fifth quarter and always appreciated. Uh, His email reads, Greetings, Rick. Another week, another loss. I do not know what it will take to make Coach O.C. the like. Condell has to go. Yet another game with no halftime adjustments. This song is getting very, very stale, Rick. Getting to be one very angry Ticat fan here. Bottom line. Short and sweet from Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. tonight. Uh, Email from Anthony who writes, Hello, Rick. A game of many penalties on both sides, a lackluster defense, and a missed field goal early cost us the game. We have quite a large... We have quite a large amount of injuries right now, and seeing Woods go down late doesn't help that situation one bit. I think the defense did the best they could with missing all three all-star players, and the offense performed the best they could without Addison and Evans. Here's hoping many of the injuries are cleared up for next week. Player of the game, White, carried the offense for us tonight. Another quick comment, I do not think we should be playing Durant, as he has done nothing so far this year. Let's get someone else. Give it a go. Thank you. Anthony, another vote for Tim White. Thank you for the email. Anthony, let's do another stop down. We come back. We have Andrew and Corey hanging on the line, and they'll be next here on the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. We're talking Ticat football. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. This is a 51 yard field goal attempt. 42 seconds on the clock. Seth Small steps up the kick. It's got the accuracy, it's got the leg, and Seth Small hits from 51 yards, and the Tiger Cats are ahead again. They're up by two with 37 seconds to go. Welcome back to the fifth quarter, brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you, and I thought that was going to be the game-winning score. 37 seconds to go, 28-26, Tiger Cats lead, Defense, do your job, and that did not happen. Montreal pulls out a 29-28 walk-off win as David Cote drills a 48-yarder at the buzzer. As Montreal improves to 4-6, and six, the Ticats, unbelievably, I'm looking at this record and thinking, how did the how are the Tiger Cats 
three and seven this season. Well, there's a number of reasons. Number one, they have not played up to par. Many injuries. Um, poor second halves, especially fourth quarters for the bulk of this season. Unimaginative offense in key situations. Uh, you know, you, you probably add a little more to the list as well. Bad decisions, poor play, and just not good enough. I might, I might be a little harsh, but just not good enough, I think, sums it up. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your mobile device. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com. We have a ton of email coming in. I'll get to that just before we wrap up at 830. Uh, you can also send me a note on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Zamprin, and also on CHML's Facebook page, where Ari writes, heartbreaking, crushing loss with sloppy open field defensive tackling, critical drops by both Dunbar and White. Schultz played his heart out and his player of the game. Coach Mark Washington has to be criticized for putting his team in a prevent defense with 37 seconds to play. How many more games is he prepared to lose this year for the same reason as his defense lacks the killer instinct? If Poppy White is able to return next week, Durant needs to be moved inside. We are not using Durant properly, and he's not involved. What's your say? 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your mobile device. Corey has been waiting patiently on the line. Corey, hello. Hello, Corey. Do I have you? Yes, you do. Hey, hey there Rick, you are. how are you? Good, how are you? Not bad. Um, not not to keep sounding like a broken record here, but uh, once again, we found a way to lose. We sure did. And uh, when it comes down to it, I keep hearing you guys say quarterback play and offensive coordinator and this and that and all those things. And, and again, when it comes down to it, I don't want to keep blaming coaches. I don't want to keep blaming Condell because he's been brutal anyway. But when it comes down to it, the players got to perform. And when it comes down to it, we're talking about going back to the days of Burris and Cortez and these guys were Lefevre and Mazzoli were coming in and winning games. And then after that, it was Calero stepped up and played the games. And we haven't had anybody really come in and be that guy in, what, a decade? In we terms of quarterback had... play, you mean? Absolutely. We haven't had anybody be that guy in a very long time. And we continue to barely scrape by. We can barely be 9-9 nine and nine or 8-10 and 10 or 15-3 and three and then lose a Grey Cup. And it, it, was, it came down to Dane Evans being 9-2. and two not Mazzoli, and it came down to Mazzoli winning games in the playoffs or being in the East Finals or whatever it was. And it seems to me like I don't want to keep saying, oh, coaching, coaching, coaching. Sometimes these guys need to step up and play football and perform. I can't argue with that. And the last time this team had a franchise quarterback, they kind of dumped him after he got hurt, and that was Zach Alaris. We didn't dump him after he didn't perform. He went 0-13. He wasn't not performing. He was horrible. Zach Kolaris? Yeah, absolutely. Didn't he lose 13 in a row over two seasons? He went 0-6 over the last bit, and then he went 0-8 over the first bit until June Jones put him as Ole. Yeah, well, injuries and concussions played in that. A part of that as well. But still, still, he did lose 13 starting games in a row for us. He wasn't good. And now he has gone 28-2. and two. I know, he's pretty good now. Role reversal. 
we can't call this stuff. We're not the coaches. We're not the players. But what I'm saying is when it comes down to it, you coach these players to play, and we come out and we lose. And when you come down to it for us again this season, and I'm, again, a broken record, we haven't had the same O-line. We haven't had the same defensive backs. We haven't had the same linebackers. We haven't had the same D-line. You have these guys rotating through that every single week don't don't get to practice together, never mind perform together, and then and then we go, oh, the coaches. Oh, the coaches don't have these guys ready. No, no, no. These players barely get a chance to show up, let alone perform. Okay? When we come down to it, these players got to come out and do their jobs, and if they don't, then, oh, oh, it's the coaches. Oh, these guys, they have had 37 snaps together. He's had 12 snaps with this guy. He's had two snaps with his offensive tackle. It doesn't make any sense, and these things don't add up to wins. And when it comes down to it, you're looking at last year, losing to the Argos on the off the post, losing to them on the missed field goal on Thanksgiving, losing to the Alouettes last year on the Geno Lewis overtime touchdown. This is a chronic problem for the Hamilton Ticats where we seem to lead games, lead, 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 and then lose. And it has nothing to do with coaching. The players that are in the game have to perform and win. It certainly comes down to that for sure. Corey, who is your player of the game tonight? If we ever stand a chance on defense, it's because Cariel Brooks is in the game. That guy is a stud. Everybody else wants to say the offensive stars. You guys are saying Schiltz for our 37th backup that has performed. No, the guys that play for us are the guys that play every game. And that's Cariel Brooks. The guy hasn't missed a game in a very, very long time, and he performs every time he's out there. Corey, appreciate the call. Have a great night. Thanks, Rick. That is Corey exiting the show, and that leaves room for you to call in at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Jeff on Twitter says, the coaching staff wears the horns on this winnable loss. Lots of bad calls by this staff that has seemed to lose its direction. Condell still needs to go. What the heck calls were those on the last drive? Stupid Steinauer calls to player of the game, Tim White, one other tweet before we get to Andrew on the line. TRM says Hamilton coaching is a serious issue. Pretty much the opposite of what just Corey was saying. Uh, from Orlando Steinauer to Condell, it's mediocre at best today. It was amateur. Back to the lines. Here is Andrew on the fifth quarter. Hello, Andrew. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Great. Other than the Ticats lost. But it came down to the points. They gave up too many points. Should have taken this field goal. No knees. Because you know what a knee cost us in the past. Yes. So, run it out. Let the boys do what they have to do. Move the ball. Now, as for the coaching staff, yes. Motivate your boys. That's what you are, coaches. To motivate. And they have to step it up. Because we're missing Lawrence, the defense, pick it up. It's the same thing in a factory. You pick it up when one goes down. All right, Andrew, who is your player of the game tonight? Mine would be Kelly. I like the way he played tonight. 
He had a big interception, four defensive tackles. He is he's a stud on this team, and he played again uh, very well tonight. Appreciate the call, Andrew. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you very much, and you have a pleasant weekend yourself. And thank, to all. Thank you. That's Andrew. Exiting the fifth quarter, leaving room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Jammed at one time, now wide open on the phone lines here on the fifth quarter. Let's get to one email before we go to break. Uh, we have several more I'm going to get to after the break. This one from Randy. Good Saturday evening, Rick. This game was a long, dull, boring one for three quarters and loads of penalties. A total lack of discipline by Montreal, who were constantly getting penalized for going after Michael Damagala. I saw continued opportunities for Hamilton to score on offense and stalling in the red zone early on. A complete hang-around offense. The secondary not reliable later in the game. Not a strong running game. One point on the TV coverage for this game. It was too high of a camera angle with constant loud PA music. Don't even get me started on the sound here, Randy. Um, Randy writes, two bad snaps in this game by the Cats, one with eight minutes remaining. Throwing under the coverage for three yards when you need over 22 is not good play calling. However, a good TD for Jamie Newman, his third of the season. My player of the game is Tim White. He was essentially the entire offense. Time count violations with just over two minutes left is not good clock management. Bad throw by Schultz to Dunbar with 233 remaining. I just don't feel this was one of Matthew Schultz's better games. Now Lawrence Woods banged up. Thank you very much, kicker Seth Small, keeping us alive and in the lead near the end. We need to tie those Argos sometime this season. Let's hope the Argos lose tonight. And at last check, I think it was 10-10. Just pause briefly in Randy's email. 13-10 Argos late in the second quarter. Uh, Randy continues on with uh, the Cats blow the game again on the last defensive series. I would rather lose 30 to nothing than on the last play. Heartbreaking. I am drowning my sorrows and swimming with the fish and chips. The wine will be good. Have a great Sunday, Rick. Randy in Oakville. Stan and Charlie, stand by. We're going to get to you when we come back here next on the fifth quarter. It is powered by Eastgate Ford, and you're listening to 900 CHML. Welcoming Ticats fans, young and old. You're listening to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hamilton starting from their own 46. Pump fake, pressures on, Schultz escapes that. Rolls to his left, makes the pass, it's complete. Tim White in a foot race, and he's beating the Alouettes. Now cuts to the middle, breaks another tackle. The five, touchdown, Tiger Cats! Tim White, his second of the game, and the Tiger Cats are ahead again. That is your... Yeah, let's make it official. The EHR 4K-worthy play of the game. Welcome back to the fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. Schultz to White, 64-yard TD strike. And it was also almost Eli Manning Super Bowl-like as Schultz escapes the pressure, heaves one downfield, White with a catch, scampers into the end zone, and it was a Ticats lead, 25-18, after the extra point was good. Following three quarters, but Montreal steals one. Yes, I'm calling it larceny. 29-28 walk-off win as David Cote boots a 48-yard field goal with no time left to vault the Alouettes to 4-6 and six and keep the Tiger Cats in third in the CFL's East Division with a record of 3-7. and seven. Tweet 
Coming in from the Mark P, Coach O chases points in the first quarter and goes ultra-conservative late. It's what he does. The gamble in the first I didn't agree with, but it looked like they were going to Erlington all the way, and he never looked for the ball. Richard writes, Tim White is my player of the game, but wish someone else stepped uh, stepped up, like how Schiltz didn't panic out there and did okay. Our defense needed to get to the quarterback, but we're always a half step behind. Why was there no flag with that push of Woods into the boards? We always get a flag. And one more tweet, this one from Rebecca. Hi, Rick. This is ju- this just in from the CHML Sports Desk. The addition of the Tiger Cats is just not good enough. In most clutch situations, end of story. Player of the game is Tim White. Another couple of votes for Timmy White who is on his way to becoming your choice as player of the game. Back to the phones we go. Stan has called in in the fifth quarter. Hello, Stan. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. I love the fifth quarter. I love the CFL. I love the Tiger Cats. One of those, I heard somebody a couple calls back say he didn't understand why there's a rouge, why there's a point. It's very simple. The ball in the CFL is a live ball. Once it goes over the line, it has to be brought out. So if the quarterback brings it over the line and he doesn't, it's two points. If you boot the ball over the line and don't bring it out, it's one point. It's a live ball. It's got to stay out of the end zone. That's that's a simple answer. Okay. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Well, i got to confess. I didn't see the game, although I always watch the game. I got out of work today at 4 o'clock. It was 31 degrees. I took off and went to the beach. So when I when the sun's going down, I left. I put on the fifth quarter to find out what happened, and that's why I'm calling. Hey, I, I'm, I'm sorry we lost. I never usually miss a game, but tonight was just too hot to sit in front of the TV. I hear you, Stan. I'm not. I'm not faulting you at all. That was a great choice on your part, considering how this game ended. <laughs> well, better luck next week. We we better get to 500 soon because we got to worry about that crossover because uh, Saskatchewan's coming after us. We got to start winning games. There's no, no no excuse. Absolutely, Stan. Don't be a stranger. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. We'll see you next week. Ciao. That is Stan on the fifth quarter. Charlie has called into the program as well. Hello, Charlie. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? So good. Excellent. I felt that the game was an excellent game. I felt that uh, they played well. The only thing I I got a complaint about is uh, every first down they're always running it. I, I think uh, would you get a yard here, yard there? You know what I mean? They they should be a little bit more uh, versatile, in my opinion. Well, they didn't run the ball a lot tonight. Ten carries for 41 yards for Don Jackson. But I I get where you're coming from in terms of when they do run it on first down, they're not getting that production. Sure, and they're also predictable. They know that they're going to run the ball most of the time. I, I think I think I watched the whole game. Uh, okay, even when they had 25 points, they, they, they tossed it over to a player that was going to run four yards when, when they had to get 25 yards. It makes no sense. I completely agree. Charlie, who is your player of the game tonight? Uh, uh, Mr. White, of course. Yeah, he was excellent. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. All right, take care. 905-645-3221, star 9900 if you want to get in on the fifth quarter. A tweet from uh, Narrative Asset Building, I think it is. Uh, Mark Washington's free ride from scrutiny has to end sooner or later, right? Mostly ordinary than underperforming at key times all year must have consequences. Tigertown 104 says prevent defense just isn't doing it. Bad coaching 
uh, not going for field goal in first and lack of adjustments during the game. Guys are not stepping up to make plays. Blue Star writes, Evening Rick, Jake Burt has been terribly disappointing since being drafted number one overall. Don't see how he was even worthy of being the number one overall pick in that draft. Bad scouting and evaluating by the Cats on that pick. And I believe that is it for the tweets. We have lots of email to get to, so let's get to them. This one from Philly Filski. Only in the putrid East Division of the CFL can you be 3-7 and seven past the halfway point of the schedule and still have a legitimate shot at first place. Let's be honest, this is a lost season. Stick a fork in it, reload, and hit it again in 2023 when Hamilton will host the Grey Cup. You were not around in the early 1970s when the Ticats had a head coach by the name of Al Doro. Fans became so disenchanted with him that they conjured up a jingle. There's no tomorrow for Al Doro. Well, five decades later, I would like to conjure up a jingle for the present Ticat head coach. Coach O must go. He's been around here since 2013 in some coaching capacity, save for 2017, and he has had more than enough time to figure it out. Time for change. Player of the game, Tim White. Keep up the good work on your awesome show. Thank you, Philly Filski. Great email from Philly Filski. I like the uh, the, the haiku type of uh, email. This one from Tom, my player of the game, is not our defensive secondary. Almost a psych kind of email. <laughs> Nancy and Wayne, I guess this is from Wayne who writes several key plays, cost us the victory, a fumble by Montreal in their own end caused by Ted Laurent was that we failed to recover. Kelly failing to make a tackle on second long deep in Montreal territory that led to a first down and ultimately a touchdown on that drive. Failure to make an earlier field goal. Steve Dunbar not catching a pass on second and long would have given us the first down late in the game. Inability to stop the Montreal offense in the last 30 seconds of the game. Going for a field goal on third and two when we were close to the end zone. Bad coaching decision. Also, is offside a challengeable call because there were several Montreal offsides on the waggle. That email from Wayne. No, you cannot challenge offside. Dave in Stony Creek writes, Hi Rick, if this has been if this had been a win, it would have been one of those three most disgusting wins. I thought I was watching a Ticat Argo game with all the penalties. The idea of not taking the three points and going on third and six, what is this coaching staff thinking? Take the points. You would have had the win, lots of criticism to go around, defensive secondary, the front line, the long bombs, penalties and coaching decisions, player of the game. Tim White. Another email from Allen. Wow, what a game, Rick. It's Allen from St. Catharines. I thought Matthew Schultz played really well, and our receivers like Keandre Smith and Tim White really stepped it up. It hurts not having Roll and Siante Evans in the backfield and Lawrence, but Cameron Kelly had a good game. We lost by one, but we had but had we gone for the field goal rather than try for the touchdown on third down in the red zone, we would have won. Oh, well, here's to Calgary beating Toronto tonight. Hopefully they are still four wins tonight. Player of the game, Tim White with his two touchdowns and over 100 receiving yards. All right, we got some business to do. Time now. For the player of the game brought to you by Culligan Water, voted by you, the fans, Tim White, 11 receptions, 145 receiving yards, two TDs, and the fifth quarter fan of the night tonight, Corey, who had some great comments on the phone. Thanks for calling in. Thanks to all our callers, all our emailers, all our tweeters, and everyone tuning in on CHML's Facebook page 
as well. 29-28, the final Montreal over Hamilton tonight. The next game is the Tiger Cats in Toronto this coming Friday, August the 26th. 7.30 kickoff, 6.30 pregame, half hour after the final whistle. We'll be on the air with a fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford. For Ben Strawn, my name's Rick Samprin. Enjoy the rest of the night here on 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.